no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, we recap day one of the Senior Bowl down here in Mobile, Alabama, and much, much more. Ada, get in here and talk to him, son. So good down here in Mobile, Alabama, man. Everything is good. The weather is nice. Listen, Ada, I'm not going to lie to you, man. People back in, in Chicago was texting me, talking about it was five degrees or minus five degrees, whatever it was. I was like, I'm not interested. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to block anybody that texts me about the weather in Chicago because I do not care right now because you're right. We down here in this 70-degree weather, bro. And you and I, we we show up, we we got hoodies on, and and we like, wait a minute, we got to take all this shit off, man. We wearing <laughs> all this. Not at all, bro. I mean, you and I were out there sweating today, bro. Not for long, shit. I took that shit off. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, is I didn't know how to pack for this trip, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So I only have, like, two pair of, like, shirt shirts. But based on last year's experience, it was raining. It was cold. Ooh. I wouldn't know what to expect. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. We got rained on all this. We told y'all about that last year. Me and A-Dub did not have ponchos. We didn't have an umbrella. We was not prepared. So this, <laughs> this time around... A-Dub and I call ourselves being prepared, and you know what? Whatever. But I'm just glad to be here, not in Chicago. And hopefully, A-Dub, by the time we return back to Chicago on Sunday, that, that shit heats up because I don't want to deal with that bullshit when I get home. Oh, not at all, man. None of that traffic due to snow or rain, sleep, whatever oh. you want to call it. I don't want no problems with that, bro, on our way back home. No, sir. No, sir. But, man, let's get into it because I'm sure the audience is like, man, we want to get you guys' impressions of day one. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to Aldo Gandia from the Barroom Network. I got to meet him finally. So he was a, man, really awesome guy. Followed us, and he was like, hey, you know, we'll definitely love to have you guys on the platform. Stand-up guy. And you got a chance to meet Quentin uh, Bucket Stats, I believe, is his Twitter at on Twitter. And so, you know, it's, it's so many content creators that cover the Chicago Bears and it's great to, you know, kind of put a face with the names of people that you see on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yes, sir, Prez. And good conversations, man. Love their thoughts on the sports general and um, the way they talk football, bro. They legit. But it just goes to show you that there's so many people that love this team. I mean, the fact that people are spending their resources to travel all down, all the way down here to Mobile, Alabama, of all places. The only team is going to get me to come down here to Mobile, Alabama the Chicago Bears, you know what I mean? And that's how much I love this team. And I'm down here. It was great to see not only Lou Getty here, it was great to see Matt Eberflus there, Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham. I'm talking about they got the whole contingent down here. Man, Bears Nation showed up for that front office. They came through and man, they came out and ready looking, seeing what kind of talent that this Bears team could possibly utilize. But you know what? It didn't surprise me because as we continue to say, this is the most important offseason, probably since I've been a fan of this team. And I hope that Ryan Poles feels the pressure. When I saw him walking around, he looked cool as a cucumber, but I know inside, I'm like, boy, I know that heart pumping, that heart pumping right now. (laughs) 
Because every time I saw him, he had he had the little water bottle on one hand, and he had the and he had his little chart in his other hand. I was like, all right. I tried to snap a picture to see what's on that chart, audience. I'm sorry, I failed y'all. I couldn't zoom in on it good enough. I was within like like a couple like feet of the guy today. Dude. It was it was kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, we couldn't talk to the GMs and the coaches, but I was trying to ease on over there. I'm quite sure, you know, this Bears team, what we've been through this past season, we need a lot of makeover. And you know, end up, <laughs> it's just funny because I was watching and seeing when Iberfus and, and Poles, when they were watching certain drills, and you saw this as well, when they were yes. looking at the O-line drills, they looking at those D-line drills, I was focusing on, I'm like, okay, who were they paying attention to? And then I was looking at body language. So yeah, audience, I'm talking about body language. Because I was trying to figure out, like, all right, man, who are some guys that's on their radar? Because I'm telling you, they was really looking in those churches, and, and, and I was happy to see that because – that's where you and I identified on our last show. We did our senior bowl preview. The churches is where we're going to need to immediately improve. And I know there were some guys on the offensive line, A-Dub, that you were really impressed with today. And I'll tell you, Perez, Dewan Jones, that kid over there, man, from Ohio State. I mean, he's a big kid. That's one thing I would say. And he took care of business out there. In those one-on-one drills against the defensive line, he took care of business. I mean – he stood his ground very strong. I mean, he was knocking cats down. I mean, he wasn't playing any games out there. He was the main one that stood out. Yeah, you know what? And and, and also, audience, our brother A-Dub, he's a very humble gentleman. He also got a chance to interview Dewan after first practice there. So that was really cool. We did get that interview up on our Instagram. So if you guys aren't following us, the Bear Essentials Pod on Instagram, A-Dub's interview with Dewan Jones is up there. He did a really good job. And Dewan Jones really talked about some of the things that he needs to clean up with his game. And I will tell you one thing, A-Dub, while he did impress me, there were still a couple things with Dewan, and I saw, like, okay, he's got potential. Right. I saw a little sloppiness in this game. We saw that a little bit last year with Braxton Jones. And so, obviously, with a guy like Dewan Jones, far from a finished product. But I would tell you, as far as day one is concerned, not even mad with that guy as, as a potential fit or a potential target for this team. He, he fit the bill. He fit the bill, bro. Yes, he does, friends. And standing next to him, I was like, damn, this dude's like a giant over me, bro. I'm nearly 6'2". Of course, he's 6'8". I'm like, wow, this is a big kid. Yeah, I saw y'all over there standing over there. That man looked like he's about to take your lunch money. He took mine. <laughs> hey, look, I was just gave it to him. Here you go, man. We ain't going to have these kind of arguments. I don't want the smoke. Here you go. Even with that size, he moves his feet pretty damn well. And you were talking to him about, you know, position battles. And I saw him going against Isaiah Foskey. Isaiah Foskey, that's one of my guys. That's one of my Notre Dame guys. That was a really good battle seeing those two go up against each other. And this is why the senior bowl is so dope, audience, because you have the best of the best of these positions going head up. I'm telling you, but who doesn't like that? Any athlete that participated in that senior bowl, that was the first thing that they talked to you about, the fact that they're going up against the best of the best of their position. This is one of the elite bowl games for you to not only get access to the NFL coaching, but you got access to these scouts. I mean, it's, it's a top-notch event, bro. And you're right, man. Just seeing some of these kids battle it out, you know, and just seeing a Dewan Jones go against Andre Carter and some of the others, you're like, hey, Ooh. this is a good battle. Because he took care of Andre Carter. I was like, drove him all the way back. I was like, you see the strength and power of this kid Jones. But you're right, Chris. Overall, man, just seeing some of these great battles that's happening in the trenches that you're referring to, man, it was just good to see. And I'm quite sure in day one, a lot of people were impressed by Dewan Jones and many others.
True that. And I want I want you to get to a couple others in, in a little bit here. I wanted to talk about a guy that I thought, and he's a local guy. He's a U of I guy. My boy, Quan Martin, that I got a chance to, to yeah. interview after the practice. But Ada, this is a guy that you've been high on since media day. Chop it up with him. Quan Martin is so underrated. He's not a guy that a lot of people talked about on that Illini football team last season. But to me, was one of the more versatile players on that team. And he showed that versatility today. And I thought that after day one, I made himself a lot of cash today. I like Walmart Perez, but his game speaks volume, bro. And when he's out there, he definitely goes to work. He battles these guys. And that's one thing I like about him, man. He's tough as they come, and he can get physical. And when you look at this Bears team, some people may say, well, Perez, you know, he's kind of like a – he's a tweener type of, of player, right? And I say, well, you know what? When you look at a guy like this, you figure out a way to get him into your fucking defense. Because I tell you one thing, man, he's a playmaker. Short tackler, he's a guy that you want in your fucking secondary. And it's the, it's the to me, it's that versatility. It's yeah. that skill set. It's the feet. Now, A.W., you know I played, man. So yep. I watch the secondary guys, and I look at the, the movements, and I'm like, okay, man, this guy right here has got really quick feet in and out of the breaks. See, our audience, yeah, you're going to give me nerve now. Really quick. <laughs> this guy was so fluid with his movements out there. I was sitting up there when I was taking my notes and shit. I was like, Quan Martin, check. This definitely is a guy that I would love to see the Bears look at. He looked so comfortable, man. When he was shadowing receivers, nobody was getting open. He was right there. That's the one thing I like about him, Perez, because you and I saw a lot of the Illini games and his ability to do that on some of those wide receivers, Perez, make life difficult for them, be able to cover them, and also get good deflections as well. So to see him bring some of that same energy. No, facts there. There's one guy that done really well for me, Perez. That was Jake Andrews. Um, he was very good in run blocking, Perez. He was getting a good push on the D-line in those um, team drills. He was very good on one-on-one. He got very physical with Keon White on one of those um, yeah, one-on-one drills. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, this guy, Jake Andrews, man, he can play, Perez. And the fact that he can get physical with these guys, he don't mind getting into the trenches of that. So that's one thing I like about him. And see, audience, if you notice, we, we, we're honing in on the guys that we said could be difference makers for this team because A-Dub, told you, A-Dub and I told you, offensive line, defensive line, wide receiver. And I wouldn't even mind having a, a guy there in the secondary, as I mentioned with Quan Martin. But I'll tell you one thing, A-Dub, I was looking at a couple other guys on that on that offensive line. Now, audience, don't get mad at me because I'm talking to you guys about a Notre Dame offensive lineman because I know everybody's going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be like, Prez? We already got fucking Sam Mustafa on this team stinking things up. We don't want to hear anything about your Notre Dame offensive lineman, but I'm going to tell <laughs> you guys, shut up. Because Jared Patterson, he's the real deal. He is. Had, had a great practice, A-Dub. Got a great fucking practice. And I thought he did a tremendous job with improving his draft stock after day one. And the thing is, people, they let the Sam Mustafa issue out their judgment. They don't realize that Notre Dame – Outside of being tight in you, is offensive linemen university. There's been so many talented offensive linemen that come from Notre Dame, but people try to forget that shit because of one guy that just didn't get the <laughs> job done. You know what I mean? Right. 
But the one thing about Jared Patterson at A-Dub, when I was watching him, and I saw Ryan Poles over there, too, when the, when them guys was over there doing those uh, lineman drills. The yeah. thing that I liked about him, and this is the thing that we don't have a lot of people in our offensive line doing right now, is he's going to hit you first. You ain't going to get your hands on him. <laughs> and that's what I know. It's quick hands, he strikes, and the guy is fucking ferocious with those strikes. And Prez, when you that physical like that, man, you ready for war. I mean, he wants to smoke. He wants to contact Prez. He want to battle it out. He's one of those individuals who would hit you as well. Like, hey, you want to come that strong? I'll come as strong as you're coming. And I, I love that play in him. We, we got to have that. We keep telling you guys, and you guys know this, but <laughs> we need some nasty on this offensive line. We need more people like Tevin Jenkins. And the way that I saw Patterson practice today, I know it was just day one of practice. Right. You guys may say, Prince, he may have a bad practice tomorrow. Well, we'll see. But I'm <laughs> telling you, day one, Jared Patterson looked apart, bro. And that's one of the things you just like about him, you know. I hope he continues at the same rate moving forward, Prince. Day one, guy in the bag, he looks good. Now, another guy I did look at, Prince, who I thought on that offensive line that looked really good, in my opinion. That was Darnell Wright. I thought he played very well, showed a lot of strong upper body strength press, showed some of that nastiness. I mean, I know Will McDonald got him on one of those drills on a one-on-one yep. drill. But overall, Press, you saw him grabbing people, getting physical, knocking them to the ground. I said, hey, look, continue doing that. I know you got to work on you know, catching up to some of that speed and quickness for some of these um, defensive ends. But overall, Press, I love it when you talk about going power to power. He can hang, bro. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my eye out on him. For me, I look, I, I feel like the jury still may be out on that guy. I personally thought that Jalen Duncan from Maryland, I thought he was more impressive. Audience, remember the name that Adub told you? And let's just take a look tomorrow because, as as we say with these things, these are long weeks. They got two more practices and the game on Saturday, right? So you never know how this will pan out. But with that Jalen Duncan kid from Maryland, this is another guy that we've covered because he's a Big Ten football player. I've seen him all season play. And I'll tell you one thing, man. No one-on-one drills, man, he had guys color for him. And he was stonewalling them every time. There was a there was some oohs and ahs coming from the crowd. And it was because Jalen Duncan was just like, not today. <laughs> you ain't getting up in here. <laughs> and I would love to have somebody like that in front of Justin Fields because we ain't had too many people stonewalling anybody. Man, you got me all excited, Prez, and just watching him play. I do hope that effort will remain consistent because if he continues doing that, man, I said it before about others, that is very impressive. And I like a guy like that on the offensive line, a guy that, hey, don't care, no nonsense, going to go out there and battle on every particular rep. And the last reason why I like him is for positional versatility. The guy can play four out of the five positions on the offensive line. So Jalen Duncan, audience from Maryland, is another name for you guys to keep your eye out on. Super athletic prospect. I was really impressed by what I saw from him today, Doug. I got one more for you, man. You may like this guy, but Osiris Torrance. Yes, sir. He was out there getting busy too, Perez. I mean, I saw him put Byron, Byron Young down on a one-on-one drill. I was like, yeah. Keep doing that. You're going to get a lot of people's attention, you know, a lot of people paying close attention to you. And I thought he played extremely well, Perez. I understand Jalen Redman, you know, got the best of him, coming off the edge. But for, for, for overall, 
He was out there tossing people to the ground and finishing the job. And that's what I like about him. He finished the drills. He finished the job. When he got your hand, got his hands on you, he's looking to put you down and finish you. And you talk about that young kid. That motherfucker's a big ass boy. <laughs> and he put him down. He put him down. Yes, he did. That's a good call out, A Dub. I would say I, I definitely agree with that, man. I, I mean, <laughs> this draft, and, and this is the thing. Because we don't care about quarterback, but a lot of times with these senior bowls, everybody's always looking at like what positions like the strong suit group. The quarterback group for this senior bowl isn't as strong. I think the strength in this senior bowl is at that running back position and in the trenches. And this is what has me so excited because audience, as you guys already know, the trenches is where you win in the NFL. And with Ryan Poles' background as an offensive tackle in the NFL, I believe in him, and I know that he can get this offensive line right. I really do. And when you see what the Bears did last year in the draft, four of the guys that they drafted came from the senior bowl. So you know there's going to be a shit ton of people that we see this week, A-Dub, that are probably on their radar, and they'll probably end up calling their name on draft day. Now, there's a I, I know all this, and I'm going to talk to you guys about a running back. And most of you guys are going to be like, well, prayers, we don't we need to be focused on our running back. We got, we, you know, we got Ebner, we got Herbert, and, you know, we probably may have Montgomery. Well, we don't know what's going to happen with Montgomery necessarily. But let's just think about an alternate universe where David Montgomery leaves the Bears. And then you got Herbert and Ebner as your one and two. Evan Hall from Northwest. Yeah, all this, I know. I'm talking to you guys about another Big Ten football player. They're going to be like, prayers. <laughs> Just because you cover the Big Ten don't mean you need to be talking about every Big Ten player. Shut up. I'm only going by what I saw today with my own eyes. And Evan Hall from Northwestern, he looked damn good out there, bro. Not just with his running ability, but catching the football. Everything was on full display. And I think a dynamic threat like that coming out of the backfield would be huge for this team, eh, Doug? And I thought that this was a guy that put some really good tape out there Day one at the Super Bowl. I like the take, Perez, and I like the fact you even called him out because what you're looking at right now is what does this Bears offense need from a running back standpoint that's different from what we already have? And a, a guy like that who can catch the football for Perez and, again, the yards out the catch, those things add value. And that will be a different type of back than what the Bears are having have right now on this team. So I love the guy you picked. Man, I just want to see him continue to show the explosiveness as well. Dude, he looks very explosive out there, shifty. He reminds me of James White, the running back that the Patriots had there for a while. I don't know if he's still with them, but he reminds me of him a lot. James White caught so many passes out of the backfield. That's what Evan Hall reminds me of. I think that that would be really good in the Bears uniform. Absolutely, man. I look. At, hey, look, you never know where polls may go, but to your point, we don't know what we're going to do, you know, um, we talk about Montgomery, what the Bears might do with, when they come down to him. But again, we're still going to need to have more than one running back. So if a guy like him available and the Bears feel like he can, he's at a right position for them to pick, hey, they'll be great to have him to this addition to this team if he continue playing the way he's playing right now. True that. I got to give y'all a wide receiver because obviously that was one of the positions that we talked about. Dontavion Wicks from UVA, wide receiver. Now, the audience, the thing would Wicks is it was tough to evaluate him this season in college just because the quarterback play was a little uneven with Brandon Armstrong. Things didn't just really things didn't go the way that a lot of people thought they were gonna go. 
But I would tell you in the 2021 season, this kid was awesome. And I thought that he really put out some really good film today in day one. Now, again, most people are going to look at what happened in 2022, and they're going to say, well, Press, he dropped the ball a lot. They're going to say, Press, <laughs> what happened to him? Why does numbers fall off a cliff? Again, watch the film on this kid. You'll see what I'm talking about because he can play. And we saw what happened when you get this kid a little bit more improved quarterback play. Not trying to say the quarterback play was all that today, but it was competent quarterback play that allowed this kid to make some plays out there. He's intriguing, bro. He is really intriguing. Great route runner. What do the Bears need? We need somebody that can fucking get open for Justin Fields. How many times we see Justin Fields back there waiting for somebody to get open? Nobody open. I saw this kid here in day one. Good ability with his feet, in and out of his fucking cuts, boom, open, ball there, reception. Multiple times. He was able to get past defenders. This kid right here, somebody Bears Nation, I want you guys to keep your eyes on because Dontavion Wicks is some player that I think is going to be under the radar for a lot of teams going into the NFL draft. It's going to be mostly A-Dub, them judging him on that 2022 tape. And not looking back at that 2021 tape and realizing, okay, maybe 2022 was just an off year because of circumstances being out of his control. You know, so we'll see. But I would say day one, that was a guy that really kind of got my attention. When somebody able to bounce back, you know, from having a down year or down season, hey, if he's bounced back from that, that's fantastic. But in this first practice here, Chris, he did show a lot, man. He showed he still got, got some hands. He showed the ability to get open. And to your point, with this Bears team we've been missing most of the year, was somebody to get open. So if he can do that for us, he just might be somebody that does fall on the radar due to his history. But that's the type of people that pose like anyhow. Somebody who falls off the radar, he come up and scoop you up. Yep. There's one thing I'm going to be paying attention to, A-Dub, is if he could catch the football this week. Because right. like <laughs> I said, that's the thing to me I kind of looked at. I saw the drop passes. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what happens this week, but today, so far, only one day. But I thought he redeemed himself, Ando. Hey, so far, so good, Press. Still got some other practices left. If he can still make good on that and also do good in the senior bowl game, I mean, hey, he can show some people that, hey, he's ready, he's prepared, and he's fine moving forward. So it's up to him. Right now, we'll take day one in the bag and say he's done a good job with that. All right, y'all want one more receiver before we get out of here? I feel like y'all do. My boy Tank Dell, wide receiver from Houston. Another, another kid caught my eyes. Now he's a slight friend. You know, he kind of reminded me a little of, of, of my boy A Dell's boy Money Moon. He reminded yeah. me a little Money Moon. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, what I'm saying there is all this, he's gonna get jammed at that line of scrimmage. And Julius Brents, the DB at the Senior Bowl, that motherfucker was getting his hands on him. But don't make that mistake and let that kid get off that line of scrimmage. Because if you do, you're in fucking trouble. And there were some people today, they didn't get a hand on him, and he was behind that motherfucking defense. He and, was. And, and, and you talk about somebody getting downhill quick? <laughs> yeah, all right. Man, he is explosive, Perez. And uh, I like his separation. I even like the fact of how he stopped on a dime. I'm like, this dude's very fast, man. Yeah, so I noticed when they were doing the one-on-one -on -one drills, he was cooking cats out there, man. <laughs> Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, audience, that, there's, there's another receiver for y'all. But I mentioned Julius Brents, the corner from Kansas State. I'll be remiss if I didn't talk about him. I know, audience, you guys will be like, Prince, we good. We got Kyler Gordon. We got JJ. You could never have too much quality depth. Hey, this is a guy you could probably plug into the slot corner. So, right. I'm going to give y'all another bonus just, just because I'm a generous guy like that. The reason why I like this Brent's kid is because I talked about the work that he did on Dell. Now, the thing about Brent's A-Dub, he's big and physical, right? I love big physical corners. I talked to the audience last year about Tariq Woolen, and he was somebody that I wanted the Bears to go after. He ended up going to the Seattle Seahawks and had a really terrific rookie season. You give me a corner like this that's big and physical and can get his hands on somebody and jam the receivers and is not afraid to play somebody in man coverage, sign me up for that shit all day long. I mean, sort of remind me of Jalen Johnson in the way, man. But you like a, a cornerback that's big, that gets physical. And I tell you, that's, that's always a nightmare for a lot of these wide receivers, man. Someone loves who plays that style. And I think this Bears team could use something like that in the secondary. Now, the one thing, though, that I noticed about him is the physicality, while it's good, sometimes some guys, that shit gets away from them a little bit and they can get penalties. And what I saw here in the practice, the practice reps will call him some flies on yeah. So that's one thing, at least one of his reps, I saw that happen. So that's one thing that he'll have to make sure that he's, you know, getting coached up a little bit better this week on that. But honestly, I'd much rather my guy be a little physical than to be not physical, right? Because you can coach the guy into like, hey, you know, maybe there's some subtle tricks you can do with your hands and, right. know, and, you know, and so forth. But, hey, if you're a puppy dog, I can't teach you how to be a fucking pit bull now. <laughs> no, you can't, man. You already cooked you coming as a puppy, bro. You a puppy, all you doing is pissing on the rug. I don't need, I got time for you. <laughs> Not at all, man. You need somebody that got a little dog in them prison. I don't mind someone doing a little touch on some of these wide receivers, you know, making things physical, getting them out the element, getting them out their game. That's what it can do, you know. But you're right. If you learn the tricks of the trade, press, you know how to sneak it in and get out without getting hit with a penalty, it'll be good, man. But that's just something you got to continue to learn as, as, as you continue to play. True that. So I'm, I can't wait till tomorrow's practice. Well, we can see him go one-on-one again because I'm telling you, that shit was must-see. I was sitting up there, and I couldn't get enough of watching him go one-on-one with the receivers. Because <laughs> that, that was really cool watching him go up against Dale because I'm telling you, they were battling. I love that shit. That's what this whole senior bowl is about. It's about guys competing. Man, you you playing for your NFL life right now. Absolutely, Perez. And you bring that factor up about the fact that he was out there battling players like Dale Look, Perez, I'll tell you, even caught the tension of, you know, Eberflus and Ryan Poles. They had their eye over there watching some of those battles because that's what's going on. They were getting physical, Perez. They were going to war. They were in the trenches. And those kind of things is what excite people who want to draft you. Now, audience, there was a guy today that I was kind of surprised that he didn't show out a little bit more. Cody Mark. Now, he is an offensive lineman for North Dakota State. And he's a center prospect that I've been really high on leading into the senior bowl. I kind of thought day one here was a bit of a mixed bag for him, a There were certain reps where you saw his sheer athleticism, right? And it was clear. Because he moves really damn well, especially for a big guy. But his technique, he gets a little sloppy. We don't, we don't have time for that. We got to get that shit cleaned up. And I saw that when he was going through some of the drills that they were really in his ear about his technique and getting that stuff cleaned up. And the other thing that I saw him struggle with was power. You can't have that. 
The NFL, you got a lot of interior linemen that will put you on your fucking ass if you're not ready for fucking battle. And we saw this issue pop up on Tuesday for, for, for Cody. He got driven backwards into the pocket on a few occasions. So that's something he's going to have to shore up a little bit. We saw that with Braxton Jones this season, not having that strong base, not being able to handle the bull rush. But I will say this, the jury's still out on you, Cody. But he's a guy right there that I was pretty surprised about AW because I thought that he could have been a, a solid target for the Bears here in the Senior Bowl. But, so we'll see what happens there with Cody. But I, I was surprised by him, and I was also surprised by Chase Brown. I thought Chase Brown did not have the type of practice that we should have seen from Chase Brown. Chase Brown was a workhorse back for the Atlanta all season. Yeah. was In my opinion, was a dark horse Heisman Trophy candidate. Well, we didn't see that same Chase Brown today. And I'm hoping that maybe tomorrow – We'll get a chance to see him out in the open field a little bit more. But he fumbled. He didn't look comfortable. He dropped a pass uh, out of the backfield. He's got to clean some of that stuff up. I'm pulling for him, man. You know, I like a guy like like uh, Chase Brown. And based upon what he's done for the Illini Prayers, I do hope to see some of that same work that he's done for Illini in the second practice. Because you're right, Prayers, it was a disappointment to not see him have a great showing. But I hope he can bounce back in day two. Yep. And lastly, you talked about Jake Andrews, A-Dub, but I want to say that I, I appreciated that, that call out with him because he showed some power and tenacity in some of those drills. But I had a problem with Jake Andrews, and this is one thing that I did want to bring up to the audience. Because earlier in the session during those team drills, some of the things that he was doing as far as getting the ball to the quarterback, there were yeah. clean exchanges. There was a lot of fumbles. We saw the ball hitting the ground a lot. Yep. Those were clearly on Andrews. We don't have time for that kind of stuff. So that's, again, attention to detail, technique, the basics. So I'll be looking to see what Andrews is able to do because on one point, yeah, he displayed the power and all that good stuff. But you can't put that dog, you can't be putting that damn ball on the ground. Though. And that's what he did. Yeah, he did put a couple of those on the ground. And um, you're right, he got to have a bounce back um, day when it comes to that. So I'm hoping... He cleans some of that stuff up for us because otherwise that gets in the way of all the other things he's done well. Well, look, audience, that's our day one recap. We'll be hitting you guys up with another recap here tomorrow. We appreciate your continued support of our platform. A-Dub, I'll see your ass tomorrow, my guy. Yes, sir. Audience, we out.